Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter 8, continued. Section 11, The Dark Holes. There our Lord is always really present. From the time the darkness had set in and thwarted the feeling of Jesus' presence, Mother Teresa had nonetheless been recognizing him in the distressing disguise of the poor. When I walk through the slums or enter the dark holes, there our Lord is always really present. The dark holes had become the privileged meeting place with him. There she wanted to love him to the end. As for myself, there is but one desire, to love God as he has never been loved, with deep personal love. In my heart there seems to be no other thing but he, no other love but his. The streets, the Kaligat, slums and sisters, have become places where he lives his own life of love to the full. Pray for me, your grace, that there be really only Jesus in me. Two months later, in her first letter to Father Picacci, Picacci two months later, in her first letter to Father Picacci, Mother Teresa tried to convey what she was enduring. Today, We, the professed, had a beautiful day of prayer. It did me good to see my children pray so fervently. We have much to thank God for in these young hearts. If you only knew what I am going through, he is destroying everything in me. But as I hold no claim on myself, he is free to do anything. Pray for me that I keep smiling at him. Aware that God, whose presence she did not feel, was responsible for her pain, she surrendered to his work within her soul. Yet she appreciated this new opportunity of sharing her innermost thoughts with someone she trusted. It provided a sense of release. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What was God destroying in Mother Teresa? Well, she says everything. What does that mean? Well, it means somehow that God was taking away from Mother Teresa 
everything that she might trust in, everything she might rely on, everything that she put her confidence in, all of that was being taken away so that God alone would be her strength. God wanted to be all in all in Mother Teresa. He was leading her up along this path in which she would live Jesus's life to the full. If she really wanted to love Jesus as though he had never been loved, that's what she wanted. If she really wanted that, then she was going to have to become as like Jesus as possible. And what did Jesus say? My food is to do the will of him who sent me. I have a baptism to be baptized with. And how I long until it's accomplished. Our Lord saw everything in his life, all of his inner dispositions were oriented to the glory of his Father. And God was arranging Mother Teresa's soul in such a way that the life of Jesus would be reproduced in her. In a particular way, she would be participating in his inner states when he was on the cross, when he thirsted. And why would God raise up such a saint like this? So that the modern world could see that Jesus is real. Come be my light. That's what Jesus told her when he had the, she had the vision in 1946. Come be my light. In other words, people aren't receiving me anymore. They won't receive me if I were to appear. But if you go, dressed like an Indian, a woman, a sister, sharing their life, they'll receive you. And you will bring my light. You will be the carrier of my love. And so Mother Teresa's whole mission was to remind the world that Jesus is real, that Jesus can be followed. And so God allowed her, like St. Francis of Assisi in his own way, to be as like his son as couldn't be possible for a fallen human being. There's this sort of incredible sanctity in Mother Teresa, this incredible conformity to Christ. And insofar as our fallen human nature, that is, our human nature tainted by original sin with so much self-love and pride and weaknesses, all of that has to be gradually purified, burned away, so that our intellects and our wills, our higher faculties, will be completely filled with faith, hope, and charity and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So let us ask Mother Teresa tonight to help us learn from her what Jesus is like. Let us pray that we will see in her life not something that we can never follow or not an impossible ideal, 
But let us learn from her what she came to teach us. And what she came to teach us was not primarily about herself. What she came to teach us was about Jesus. And what she's showing us is not only that Jesus is real, but he can still be loved. And the place we can love him especially is in the poor. And the place we can find him is in other people and in serving them. And if we can begin to do that, then we will begin to find him and love him in ways that we hadn't quite known were possible. And the more we know him, and the more we know our Lord, then we'll discover what life is really all about. For our life only begins, truly begins, when we meet Christ and understand his friendship. And life only progresses as we grow in his service. He's the Savior. He's not going to take anything away. He's not going to hurt us. It's true his father prunes us like Mother Teresa, but he prunes us so that we can bear more fruit. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.